0: Up, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Steeler Nation podcast presented by SteelerNation.com. I'm your host Tyler Candelaria and today I'm be previewing the Steelers Chiefs game in Arrowhead. So obviously it's going to be a tough matchup for Pittsburgh. Just got noticed. I haven't seen the full injury report yet but saw that Ramon Foster is listed as questionable. As he had a back injury all, he didn't practice all week, a back injury and he's listed as questionable but it looks like B.J. Finney will most likely get the start at guard in Foster's spot. Just read a stat, to from one, one of our own, Zach Meckler from Steelernation.com. He writes for a lot of sites, too. Just got read a stat from him. He tweeted, when B.J. BJ Finney has three career starts with Le'Veon Bell as a running back and their starts at guard, when he has those starts, Le'Veon Bell has 524 yards in three games, which... He has 5.8 yards of carry and five touchdowns. So that is a good sign for Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, missing Ramon Foster. He's been a huge piece. He's one of our better linemen. So it, it's tough to lose him. But with those stats, numbers usually don't lie. So Le'Veon Bell, last year, obviously in the playoffs, torched the Kansas City Chiefs, ran for 170 on them. Steelers didn't score touchdowns. But they won 18-16 in Arrowhead. Obviously, Kansas City's a much different team now. They scored many more points now, they score at will, Alex Smith puts the ball down the field now, it's no longer captain check down to Alex Smith now, and the teams look totally different uh, and on the Steelers' end, they're the 3-2, still in first place in the AFC North, always a good sign, I haven't been playing well, obviously there's a lot of questions up in the air about Ben Roethlisberger, about uh, his retirement does he still want to play out here? Obviously, he's watching ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, you know, how he goes ballistic, goes crazy, and he just thinks Big Ben, he needs to show up or he needs to leave. So, I, it was up in the air with Big Ben everywhere. Is he still the Ben from years in the past, from the past couple of years? We'll have to see. Ben, like I said in previous shows, he's usually a second-half quarterback, just like the Steelers are a second-half team. But, anyway, before we get into into anything more about – the steelers Chiefs preview, who we will be joined by to talk about that and talk about Barstool Sports. He's coming up with the SPN the Heartland Radio Show. We'll be joined by Tactical Diggs. He's a co-host for the Heartland Radio Show for Barstool Sports and Barstool Heartland. He'll be joining us in a couple minutes, and he big Steelers fan. He's from Pittsburgh, the 412. He'll be joining us, and we'll be talking and previewing, obviously, the Chiefs-Steelers game and talk about the topics I had just listed before. But like I was saying, Ben Roethlisberger, obviously the biggest question. And the defense, which uh, they haven't played a, spe- a spectacular quarterback yet. I guess you can say Alex Smith's probably the best one they're, they're going to be playing so far. But they have the 28th rush defense in the NFL and the number one pass defense. Obviously didn't help with a garbage-time 90-yard touchdown by Leonard Fournette. But there's a lot of things to fix on the, the running game side for the defense. And they're going to go. They're going to have a face you know Kareem Hunt. He's been the best running back in football so far. Probably him, Todd Gurley, and Leonard Fournette. But Kareem Hunt has been running wild. He I see that guy run for six, seven yards a carry all the time. And it's, it's going to be a tough guy for the Steelers to stop. It's it's not going to be easy for Pittsburgh. It's not getting any easier. They just face Leonard Fournette. Like I just said, I think he's one of the top three ba- ba- I do say Le'Veon Bell's the best back. But at the moment I would say those three are the top three and they just faced four net and Hunt's gotta be the best right now. So the Steelers got a lot on the table and it's really a statement game in my opinion. I think if they win this game, everybody everybody's opinion will change. Just like I said when they when they were uh two and one, they just lost to the Bears and they beat Baltimore, everybody stopped talking for a little bit until they laid another egg against Jacksonville. So <laughs> I think Maybe this could be the turning point. It's still early in the season. Last year they started four and five. Like I said on the last show, won seven in a row to end the season and go eleven and five. But I think anything's possible. It's still early. If they lose, it's they're three and three. But you know, I'm a little confident. So I, I, mean, obviously I predicted the Steelers to win every game so far. So it hasn't been perfect for me. But we'll see. Yeah, I think it could be a really. If the Steelers can win, it'll be a big statement game. Obviously the Chiefs are five and zero. Steelers look to give them their first loss and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Pittsburgh, obviously to stop the whole the high-powered Kansas City Chiefs offense now I guess you could say. the offense has been really good and it almost comes as a surprise. Only thing a big thing that the Steelers do have coming for them in my opinion, as the chiefs I mean obviously the home field advantage for Kansas City is, is it's outstanding. The, the fans are wild. They're loud. They're one of the, they're, they're loudest in football. So obviously the Steelers went into there in the playoffs last year in a really tough environment, really cold game. And they pulled up the W this year. I heard that it's going to be a record crowd for Kansas city in, in a long time, a long time. So it's going to be loud and it, it's going to be tough, but I, I think the Steelers can, you know, pull out this win in Arrowhead. It's going to be a tough one, but now, before we get into any more about Kansas City and the Steelers, joining me now from Barstool Sports, especially Barstool Heartland from the Heartland Radio Show, we've got Tactical Diggs. How are you doing today, Diggs? Guys, how we doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, Diggs?
1: I cannot complain at all. I'm having a great day.
0: Awesome, man. So before we know we get more like into the Steelers previewing that game, I wanted to ask you, so, uh, you now you, you're you're with you're now a co-host for the, you know the Heartland radio show uh, how did Correct. how did that all come about obviously now Pat Maxy Pat Max he his show is, he's you you show is presented by his so how did that all come about
1: yeah so basically Pat uh he's got some stuff in the works yet we can't announce it or I can't announce it yet but he's got some stuff in the works where he's going to be traveling a lot uh, so he's. We're not all going to be able to be in the studio all at one time. Mm-hmm. So for at least the next like few months, he's going to be um, where he's just interviewing big time guests all the time, just to make it easier for all yeah. of us. And we're going to have our own show with the rest of the cast, where we're just having a good time.
0: Right, for sure. And is it the same? Everybody the same from the Pat McAfee show before, or is it some yeah, different, it's, it's different it's, people? It's the exact no, it's the exact same
1: cast. Um, except for Pat, um, it's a little bit. It'll still be like the same stuff. Everyone can expect the same nonsense and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: and also, I obviously Barstool as a whole just did. You know, team has a big announcement. Teamed up with ESPN, and I, I wanted to ask you. I, I did. I may, maybe in the past it's been like this. I, I didn't know. I didn't think Barstool and ESPN had the best relations. You know how this all came about.
1: No, so like I was surprised today too cuz um it had leaked a little bit last week and then um great. Dave Portnoy who's the owner tweeted out that no nothing was happening. Um and everyone was kind of kept in the dark because no they the they didn't get along in the past and that's been he publicly said that. But when with part of my take they are so big and everyone loves them so much, it's just a great platform mm-hmm. for them, so it just makes sense.
0: Yeah, I def- definitely agree with that. Yeah, and that's the only thing I was really confused on. I know the past haven't had the best relation. But anyway, getting into the Steelers game, obviously going to be a really tough game. Roethlisberger throwing five picks last week. I thought in your yeah. quick hits, I thought you were about to get torched, but obviously your Steelers fan, you can't put too much on them. But all no. in all, Roethlisberger, <laughs> Roethlisberger is struggling a lot. Uh, it, it, it hasn't been I – mean, obviously five picks last game, but – all season, he he hasn't played the way we've expected, and all this retirement talk going on. Maybe he he's lost it. He doesn't have it anymore. Obviously, he didn't say that in the best of context. But what are your thoughts no. so far on Roethlisberger? What do you think is going on?
1: No, it's it's been weird. And like I used to love Roethlisberger, and then I don't know what happened recently. It's just like. I feel like he's just putting his foot in his mouth. Like he came out earlier this year and all the stuff with Mark Tavist, how he said he wanted to talk to him, but hasn't talked to him, all that stuff. And then they finally got that cleared up. Um, and then last week I didn't, I didn't feel great about how he approached the Antonio Brown situation. I felt like yeah. if Antonio was in his shoes, he would have just said no comment or something like that. It's fine, whatever. But as far as him not living up to expectations, it's him. And then like, I feel like the whole offense hasn't lived up to expectations. Like, the, the line has the oh, no. pass block as well, as they thought. Like, I watched the game um, on Monday over, and there was times that there was right. receivers open downfield, and Ben could have hit him, but he had pressure. And then there's plays from the wide receivers, like Martavis against Chicago. If he would have laid out, maybe he would have had it. A.B.'s missed a couple balls. It's just like the entire offense is a little bit behind. And it, it kind of looks like Ben – didn't throw a ball the entire offseason, maybe until training camp. <laughs> and,
0: and it's really a surprise, too, because uh, they, they had a high-powered offense last year even without, you know, Martavis, and now he comes back. And they're mm-hmm. like, all right, right, going to put up 30 a game. They haven't even put up 30 yet. So, the, the thing, I've been saying it the past week, and it's been confusing now because they're 3-2 now. Obviously, they're going mm-hmm. soccer. So they have a really good shot of yeah. winning the division. Obviously, Cincinnati's been playing a little better though, so I, I think they have a better shot at even than Baltimore. Honestly, yeah, but, I, Cincinnati uh, worries me more yeah. than Baltimore. Yeah, there's the, the the like, offenses uh, ever since yeah ever since that second week, ever since they played Green Bay, even though they lost, they they've been playing better.
1: But yeah, I saw a meme the other day. It was Patriots fans and Steelers fans really sad that they were three and two, and then Jets fans <laughs> celebrating like it was the Super Bowl because they were three and two, and it was perfect. Yeah, yeah,
0: because. keep going. I was gonna say I actually feel keep good going.
1: about the Chiefs though. Like, um, I can't. I don't know her last name. I'm not even trying to butcher D's last name. But she tweeted out like oh, last yeah. week or a few weeks <laughs> ago that the Steelers are like in the last two or three years, they're 18 and three against teams above 500 and like 15 and 13 against teams under 500. So that's why I actually mm-hmm. feel really good about the Chiefs.
0: No, I, I think honestly, like may, some people may not think I, I really do not just because I'm a fan or anything. I really do think they'll win this. I feel like they, in the past, they usually own Kansas city. And I think yeah. that they really like Kansas city has been a much, better is a much better team, a much different team, obviously. But like you said, I, they, they, Every time they play a bad team, they don't win. Like, it happens every year. So, it's confusing, and I I think they have a good chance against Kansas City.
1: Yeah, it's like every year we will lose. Schedule it. We will lose to the worst team in the NFC. Whatever (laughs) NFC division we were playing, we will lose to them. Last year was the Eagles. This year it's the Bears. We will lose to them every single year.
0: Yeah, man. It's tough. Like, you look at the schedule, too. It's just so tough because, like, 3-2, 3 and 2 not bad division's not good so they have a very good chance at winning the division still obviously it's early but yeah. you look at the schedule now and this team should be 5 and 0 there's no reason they shouldn't be no not
1: no there shouldn't there should not be one loss on there like
0: the jaguars
1: and the bears like Blake Bortles threw for like 80 yards we should never <laughs> lose to a team and yeah Fournette <laughs> ran for 180 but 90 of it was on the last play yeah, they didn't the garbage gain anything time. If they, if he doesn't yeah. – if they're not getting picked sixes, then that's a win. And then the Bears was just – I don't even know what happened with the Bears.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I think they match up well. Like, Kansas City yeah. – because Shazier and Davis are so good at covering tight ends. normally, Like, Kelsey is probably the best tight end in the game. I think yeah. so now. Gronk's always hurt. So, I, I feel good against good, yeah. about Shazier. And then, like, Artie – and Hayden are fast enough for Tyreek Hill, who I thought was on the injury, or who was in the injury report today. The only thing that scares me is, oh. I know it's going to happen, and I'm going to throw shit at the TV, is it's going to be like third and eight, and Alex Smith is going to run for a
0: first down. It happens oh. all the time. <laughs> and then uh, i will crack and about. get another 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, you feel my pain. The, the defense. Yeah, no, and it's just, the defense they had, I they saw they have the number one rated pass defense, but they also haven't played a quarterback of, that's good at all yet. So they haven't really got really tested on that side, and it's just like a few big runs here and there that really causes like the running game to go down. So I, I feel like I keep saying it, but I feel like eventually the offense has to get it. like they're going. Like I feel there's no way this team, like can't get it going. You have the best running back, you have the best. Receiver and Mark Davis is really good too. He just hasn't shown, he hasn't, he was obviously a year off last yeah. year, hasn't shown much this year. You have to think that eventually they're, they're going to jump out of nowhere. In the past, they've always been a second half team anyway. Ben's been a second half guy, so I, I guess you can hope for that, but it's just confusing at this point.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. And like I said, I, I just assume that Ben does literally nothing in the offseason, so it takes him five, six games to get warmed up. <laughs> But it's the same offense as last year with Marta, adding Martavis. There's, and so I see no reason why. I, I'm not worried yet.
0: No, they, and the really, the only really reason that it was, you know, I would think worried people is obviously the stuff Ben says, some stuff he just shouldn't say, and they. Yeah. I, I don't know. I and I saw actually a report. It was a few a few days ago, maybe like a week ago. Uh, I think I think it was Heinz Ward. He said that when uh. Ben Ben when he was a younger quarterback, he he didn't like criticism from older guys and now he's just being so hypocritical about it. So it I don't know.
1: <laughs> exactly. There was a report, uh, I believe it was at the beginning of the season, uh about how like Joey Porter and all of them had to sit him down and like talk to him about that. And that's why that's why it bothers me so much. And then he goes out and says, "Maybe I don't have it anymore."
0: And then gets mad at the media for questioning him if he has it anymore. I know, and he said he said it. Obviously, not really like in the yeah. Like he didn't really totally put that in the best of context. But it's just something. Obviously, the media is going to take that. They're going to go. They're going to take that and run with it. They're going to go crazy with that. So it's his own fault for saying this stuff. They're going to report what they hear. So no matter what what context they put it in. Exactly,
1: I completely agree.
0: Right, and so getting into this game, what, what and you're. In your opinion, what do you think going to be the best, you know, to stop Kareem Hunt, obviously? probably I think Le'Veon Bell's the best running back in the league, obviously, but pro- probably right now Kareem Hunt is because they haven't really got Bell going as much. So what, how do you think, what's the best way they can stop him?
1: Tell you what, Kareem Hunt has looked great, like out of the backfield, in, be- every, in every aspect. They I just thought today hey, the Chiefs have one turnover all year, and it was the first play that he fumbled. But since yeah. he fumbled, he's been insane. But – I'm not I Hargrave had a good game last week. I saw he had like ten tackles, and then hmm. to it, Hayward, as long as they just it's they're running these these stunts and these blitzes that are very, very exotic, in which it looks like sometimes they're just putting players out of position and I know mm-hmm. they talked about how they wanted to run more exotic defenses this year because they've just been running zone and just getting burnt. but by Tom Brady. If you run that secondary <laughs> and then run a more just a more Standard base like run defense, which I think will be fine. Like is all over the place. Vince Williams is great mm-hmm. against the run, and then well, Harrison's supposedly going to play a little bit. He's awesome against the run. As long as I, mm-hmm. as long as they're just staying and doing their jobs, then I feel I feel like they're going to be all right.
0: Yeah, and the only guy I honestly like in, in the wide receivers is obviously Hill because he's so fast. Track Correct. star, that guy. The, the the you know the past defense has been good. Haven't really been tested, like I said though. And Alex Smith has really proved me and everybody pretty much wrong. So it took him—it's his 13th season. It took him 13 years to actually throw the ball, you know, past 10 yeah, yards. So I I, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I, what are you, what are your thoughts on his play so far? He's
1: he's been incredible, and like, that's what I said the other day. It's taken him 13 years to realize that he's allowed to throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field, (laughs) which is opening up stuff for their entire offense. But no one really goes downfield besides Hill and Kelsey. So as long as you, like I said, with Shazier on Kelsey with a safety over the top, I feel comfortable there. Hayden and Artie are both fast. So Tyreek Hill's speed isn't as big of a, a thing there. So I feel good. We actually had uh, Charcandrick West on the show this week. I saw that. yeah that
0: was awesome. He was ran.
1: <laughs> he ran a four two eighty said, and mm-hmm. he said that Tyreek Hill is a lot faster than him, which I can't even put that into <laughs> words. But I think, but he's out. He's not. Well, he's not out, but he was injured. He has a, I believe it's a hamstring. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, I believe so. good news.
0: Yeah, I hope. I mean, hopefully, slow I mean, obviously, I probably still plays, but it, it'd be nice to slow him down. And what's crazy when we were talking about Kareem Hunt is this guy wasn't even supposed to start the season. They had Spencer Ware. No, he supposed to be their starters. Uh, it's it's insane.
1: <laughs> no, if Spencer Ware doesn't get hurt. He doesn't. He doesn't start, and then he's probably splitting third down reps with Chuck Hendrick West. And then who knows if he even they even find him.
0: Yeah, it, it's just. Uh, maybe, maybe eventually they see something out of them, but they weren't going to get much on, on one or two plays a game. But I, I think the, the big key this week for the offense is just like they did against Baltimore, obviously not as much. They, they need to keep – that's the thing. They need to keep a balance. They, they, they've been doing one thing and the other thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, pass 50, you pass 55 times against the number one pass defense, and you run 15 with Le'Veon Bell. That was ridiculous, dumbest coaching move I've ever seen. I. I don't even want to get it. I don't even want to get into that. But they they they, they run thirty five times the week before. Ben doesn't throw that much. They still get the win. It wasn't like the prettiest one, but they still beat Baltimore by seventeen. So that's still, that's still good in Baltimore. But I think that if they keep it more of a balance, but I think it ha- it starts with the run. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell a little upset. He's not. He wasn't getting the carries when when he really shut up, We know he shut up And the worst run defense in the NFL. But I think setting up Le'Veon Bell early it, it would be a big key to this game. Yeah,
1: I don't like Le'Veon getting 40 touches in week three or whatever it was. Yeah. But if he gets 25 to 27, I love that. And Ben throws the, to a similar amount of times, 30 times. Then I think that's when they're best, is when they're running play action. Martavis is getting over the top. AB is finding those little seams in there. He's so good at that. I, I think they're going to be fine. I honestly do. I'm not worried yet. I don't get worried until much later in the season. But – Even if they were to lose this game, it's against a really good team. I just want to see the offense play well. Like everyone was saying, as long as the defense is average, they're a top fifteen defense. Super Bowl, like Super Bowl, is legit in the picture. Mm -hmm. But it's the offense that's been terrible. I just want to see them put up points.
0: And it doesn't. It doesn't even make. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, The defense, the obviously the run defense is a little lower now due to uh, Leonard Fournette and stuff like that. But the defense is actually—it's—it's been the surprise of the year. Yeah, like you said, if the defense can stay in top fifteen, which they've been—they've been doing well. The defense—it's been a surprise because the past—in the past, defense has always been bad. In the past, maybe that's because they used to run Mm. zone all the time. They're running more man, so that helps out a little bit. Because they were—I couldn't stand the past seeing whoever was playing corner. Play 15 yards off the ball, and it was exactly. like on a third and five or something. The most annoying thing to ever watch, especially against Tom Brady's well, championship.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's also because it was Cockrell, and he runs like a four nine, so they were worried about getting beaten. <laughs> yeah. deep. and now they don't have to worry about that <laughs> anymore. The only thing I worry about with with like Kareem Hunt and and the defense overall is missed tackles. They they miss a they miss a good bit of tackles. Yeah,
0: yeah. But other than that, yeah. I mean, Lion Chase for as good as he is, he he deserves to be a Pro Bowler again. He's a he's one of the best line. He's got to be one of the best linebackers football. Yeah. Sometimes he he's really fast. Sometimes he does over pursue a line. He does have a tendency to miss some tackles. So I've seen that out of him.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, he has made he has made a ton of plays this year, I and mean, he always he's that's who he is as a linebacker. He's, he's going to give you huge plays, but he's also going to miss tackles. I saw today he's like 14 missed tackles in the year. Which and I think the second most on the team is six. So if he could show that up, that would be great. But I'm never gonna. I mean, it'd, it'd be great if he made every tackle. But he's he's a playmaker, and he's gonna over he's gonna overrun stuff, and he's gonna he's gonna take chances. But that's just who he is.
0: Definitely, I want to ask you this. It's, it's kind of out of context, <laughs> but I did see. I don't know. If, I think it was last week. I saw it. Uh, I, I don't, was it uh, was it Portnoy? So I I don't know who said it. But about Travis Kelsey, I think I I'd never laughed so hard before that he's like a wannabe Gronk and all this stuff. <laughs> do you not like Kelsey either? Or how, what do
1: you? I I actually <laughs> I have no problem with. I mean he's he would he would annoy the shit out of me if he was on my team and getting personal fouls and stuff like that. But I I don't mind him. I guess he is a wannabe Gronk because he dances and stuff like that. But I I think Gronk. Gronk is Gronk annoys me much more. I think Kelsey actually has some brains, and I don't think Gronk has any. And I think Kelsey oh, is no. actually calculated what he does to try to get fans. But I also said that this week, if because Kelsey was in the concussion protocol, and I said I don't, I didn't think guys like him or Gronk could get concussions. But um, I have no problem with Kelsey. I I'm a big, you know, you guys are in the NFL. You guys worked very hard to get here. You're one percenters. If you get a first down, go ahead and dance. I don't care. You get in the end zone, dance. So no, I have no problem with Kelsey.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes he he's annoying because when they play the Chiefs, then he he's a beast and they're tough to stop. So that that's that's the annoying part about him. Yeah, yeah. And and last year too, and he was all uh, pissed off about the game last year. (laughs) But uh, he was very. Yeah, I I mean. Le'Veon Bell, he ran for 170 in the playoffs last year against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just getting 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 him going. He, last year, towards the end of the year, he, he was setting records. He was, and like you said, you, you shouldn't be worried about this team. Last year, I, what did they start like four and five, and they won like the last seven or something? So I mean, yeah, they always, it's, it's they always I always look. at yeah. I always look at the schedule early in the
1: year, and I'm like, oh, they're going to be five five and one, four and two at the worst, and then they ended up. Ending up going three and three, three and four, and we're like, and everyone panics. It's just like it's like the Packers every year. Aaron Rodgers has to tell the fan base to relax, and then they're fine. It's the same. The Packers are the Steelers of the NFC. I feel like every year they have a good offense. As oh yeah. See, defense is okay, and I always those two teams are so similar, and that's the same thing with Steelers. Like they're gonna be. I I think they're gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, and it, like I said too before, it, it, the the division is not good. So I no. Either way they they're playing one of the one of the weaker ones now, which is is, is different because it hasn't been like that in the past. Yeah. But anyway, do you, you got any predictions for this game scores? You got the over on the game, the under? What, what do you got so far with the game?
1: For the Steelers game?
0: Yeah. So for the Steelers, I
1: I just I don't ever bet them because <laughs> uh I just can't I don't I don't want to bet with my heart. So I never I never ever bet them. Um but um one of my coworkers was thinking about taking the Chiefs and I was like don't do not do it because this is one of the classic uh, yeah. <laughs> games where the Steelers will come out and they'll dominate and they'll be the Steelers. Mm-hmm. If it was if they were playing a terrible team, I'd say yeah, take the terrible team to cover. It's going to happen. But against the Chiefs, I honestly think they are going to cover. Um what's the what's the over under? I didn't even look at it.
0: Oh. I think
1: it's like three and a half, maybe. Or for the points, was it like forty-four, I don't, I don't probably or something like that? Yeah, yeah it'll
0: yeah. probably oh, be like up, I, it, oh no, it's 46, forty-six. It'll probably be like twenty, 20
1: like, twenty, like twenty-seven, twenty-three game. Hopefully, Steelers.
0: That's what I'm yeah, hoping for. I, I, I guess, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and no, I, I, yeah, I think it was like I think I saw it. I don't know if it was like four. Right, like forty-four to like, 40, 40, forty-six. Yeah. Yeah. The Chiefs have been putting up points. Like, they
1: put up points on the Patriots, which I guess everyone is. And then last week on the Texans, they hung a bunch. Um, they can definitely score, though. So, it'll be it'll be exciting to see what they do there.
0: Definitely. And I did see that they're going to have, like, a huge record crowd that they haven't had in a while. And, obviously, they're a lot of oh, experience. Set that's going to
1: uh, help. That's record.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because oh, I saw, more yeah, the cause the I saw sound, Romo and
1: Dancer doing the game, too.
0: Oh yeah, I I, I like I like Romo. I, I like what he's done so far. I'll be honest.
1: I I hated him early because it seemed like it was fake <laughs> or maybe not fake enthusiasm, but he was just like just yelling about everything. But then uh, last night's game, he was Run better. Right. <laughs> he's still very very corny, uh, but he's starting to grow on I me. Mean, he's better than Sims. I could I he's so oh, much yeah. better. I hated Sims so much, but mm-hmm. so that's fine. I actually like Nance better now that he's not with Sims. Um, but yeah, he made a joke last night about one of the players for the Eagles being Demi Lovato's husband, which was super weird. He's very corny, which I hope he gets over that. But I like, I like his insight into the game.
0: Yeah, he he, de- he definitely knows what's going on. It being a former, it, it it's it's crazy. Like, I don't know how you can just like predict those plays. I, I I obviously maybe it's so much easier for being an NFL player, you know, like different you yeah. know signals and stuff like that. But it's crazy and like. It's funny the game last night. The, the Eagles, are, they're good. I, I really did not expect know that. They're good. We did you yesterday?
1: That, the Eagles were my pick. They, I like I liked them a lot last night. <laughs>
0: they're they're good. Carson, uh, Carson Wentz,
1: Carson Wentz is an animal. Like,
0: oh my he, god,
1: yeah. He's just trying to truck linebackers on the goal line, and then his his arm got bent halfway between between his be- behind his back, and I thought it was going to snap, and he was just fine. He's a Carson I love Carson Wentz. I like I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz.
0: Oh yeah, for for sure. And well, I think they they finished they finished they started out like three and one or something last year, and then they finished last. But this year they're mm-hmm. by the way they're playing now, I don't think there's any really science. like I don't think they're gonna lose. I or, well I just lose. I don't think they're I think they're gonna win the division east because the Redskins are not too bad actually. Obviously Giants I kinda like suck. the Redskins yeah. really surprised yeah, the, and Dallas. The Giants. Who knows? The Giants are. The yeah, Giants yeah. are dumpster
1: fire. Oh. Dallas is now without yeah, Zeke, it. and like. Yeah. The Dallas de Before last year, it was always like the Dallas defense was the worst defense in the league, and I think they've regressed back
0: almost to that. Oh yeah, and like in the Giants yeah, and the Giants, they lost every single receiver, so they. Have, I don't even know who. Their every receiver.
1: Are Dominique <laughs> so Rodgers-Cromartie is just walking out of practice. It's a it's a whole dumpster fire situation in New York, and I thought it was going to be the Jets, but it turns out that it was the Giants.
0: Yeah, I'm originally from New York, not New York City, but I'm originally from around uh, Buffalo. I don't know if you've heard of Rochester before, Rochester, New yeah, York. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where I'm from, and I'm going to college right now in Pittsburgh right now. But uh, I, I I've always liked not as a team. I've liked. But I've always thought the Giants, I've always like liked watching them. I think they had, they played a similar Steelers kind of game, like when, when the Steelers played better defense when they used to win you know, Super mm-hmm. Bowls and stuff like that. And I always like kind of like I think the Giants were kind of like the same way. I Honestly, in the beginning of the year, I mean, I want Pittsburgh to go to the Super Bowl and I kind of had them in there and I had the Giants in there and now I feel like I'm a complete idiot. Cause I, anybody thought, <laughs> thought the Giants were good, they got Brandon Marshall too, like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, they just I mean that whole class Ben's quarterback class of him Eli and Philip they are all seem to be struggling it's like are they all reaching that plateau of in their careers and Eli probably looks the worst probably out of all three of them but he also yeah the giants the giants o line is is horrible
0: Oh, no, awful! Yeah, <laughs> you definitely. Yeah, I, you guys definitely posted about a while ago. But uh, Don Legeri, he's like on the Michael K. show with the Yankees announcer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone crazy? <laughs> oh my God!
1: <laughs> yeah, he came at the Pythagorean theorem. He was not happy about <laughs> math people. He hated them. Um, and I took offense to that. I'm a big Pythagorean theorem guy.
0: Square B squared C squared. Yeah, way to go! Yeah. Thought, my
1: like, favorite, <laughs> my favorite triangle formula out there pretty much the only one I know what to do, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, that's why I say it. It's literally the only one I know. Uh, it's literally the only <laughs> math term that I remember from school, so that's that's my go-to.
0: <laughs> all right, Dave, before I let you go, thank you again for taking you know, an extended amount of time. No problem. Thanks for having I mean, me
1: on. Pittsburgh,
0: oh, no problem, man. Pittsburgh going to the Super Bowl still? You got faith?
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and mostly because the Patriots look very vulnerable. Uh they have no idea what they're doing in their secondary. I assume Belichick's going to figure it out. But, like, Brady's been hit. Brady's hurt now. Gronk's all banged up. Edelman's out for the year, which is huge. Um, And, like, Brandon Cook hasn't been – Brandon Cooks hasn't been as good as I thought he was going to be. So, it's not as much that I believe in the Steelers still. It's that I believe less than the Patriots. The Chiefs, honestly, they're good. But they don't scare me because they never win in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm still confident I'd still I'd still put them up there I have no
0: problem saying that Awesome, yeah I want, definitely want to see but them it's there But
1: right it's, it? yeah. it's not based it's on how the Steelers have played I'll say that It's just how that uh, no one
0: else has really impressed me Yeah, no one else has really impressed And the Steelers You never know when they're going to start getting hot They haven't even played hot So once they start getting hot I think things will start changing
1: like Tomlin says, you just got to get in the tournament. That's all, that's all you got to do is get in the tournament. Yeah.
0: So, again, Diggs, like I said, thanks for joining me. Before we let you go, you can let you know all the listeners out there, you know where they can find you on Twitter, where they can check out your stuff with Barstool, you can let them know right now.
1: Awesome. I am at Tactical Diggs on Twitter. Um, our new podcast, Heartland Radio, is going to be released on Monday on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and all those fun things. Make sure you check out the APAC uh, PacMax speech show still. He's going to be interviewing awesome people. An interview with John Daly just came out today. So uh,
0: just make sure you check out all
1: those.
0: All right. Thanks again, Diggs. Have a great day, man. You guys too. Thanks. Right. That was Tactical Diggs from Barstool Heartland. It took an extended amount of time with us, you know, and talked a lot. We obviously started with, you know, about Barstool Heartland, how you got the Heartland radio show now. It's now covered by a Pat McAfee show. He's now traveling, doing a lot of interviews with some big-name people. So you can definitely go check those out on iTunes, Heartland Radio, and also the Pat McAfee Show. and All of all, all the Barstool Sports radio shows up. There's a ton out there. Really funny shows, really good listening now. You know, TV show on Tuesdays at 1 a.m. starting on October 17th on ESPN2. My van. So it's going to be funny. And like we talked about that before, the relations once you go to the ESPN, so it was a little a bit of a surprise, but something new, some, it was going to happen eventually. They're amazing sports. They're hilarious. What can be better than that? They're hilarious, and they talk sports, and they do it 24-7. So you can make sure to always check them out, all sports out there. There's just things from starting nine in baseball, all the way to Pat McAfee show, everything, everything's covered on there. They'll find the funniest clips of anything. Pat McAfee is a... <laughs> NFL punter now, you know, doing shows. He, he's awesome. He, Tactical Diggs was one of his co-hosts before. Obviously, they'll still be together at some point, just Mac Fiasco traveling right now. So it was a good time having Diggs on. I really appreciate it. And, like, again, you can follow him on Twitter at Tactical Diggs. Follow their, you know, Twitter, Barstool Sports, and Barstool Heartland. Again, thank you for listening to this edition of the Steel Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. We will see you guys on Monday, and I, we will be our, uh, our post game show where we will be joined by Justin McGonigal. We'll probably record it right after the game on Sunday, probably late, and we'll release it on Monday. We'll break down if the Steelers win or lose. Hopefully, it's a win, so that will be out Monday. We'll talk to you guys then, and then Tuesday is our our exclusive uh, live in studio interview with Steelers cornerback Mike Hilton. So stay tuned for that. We got a lot of big things coming. And again, you've been listening to the Steel Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Cangallaria. Have a great day, everybody.
1: Murder on the face, it's not nice. Like, but life I cannot change. And it
0: deep off in the main. in my like candy cane i just